At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Campers, what's up? It's King Black Blue, and welcome to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. With a flood of Bonfire Camper emails about getting caught sexting, The Bonfire hosts reminisced about the times they got caught and the fallout that ensued. I never got caught, because you keep your phone locked and in your pants pocket at all times. This is something that I think is a is a problem or a conflict now in modern era with with camera phones and everyone having like the way that sexting has turned into like sending dirty pictures or whatever. But there's definitely been moments where like years ago, I'm talking about like five years ago, I had nudes of an ex and would like jerk off to him all the time. And then we got into a fight or like she was like, hey, can you delete those for me? And I was like, yeah, and I deleted them. And then now I'm like, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. There's, there's so much good stuff that yeah. I just deleted because I was being a good guy. And then horny me is like, you fool, you fool. Well, I delete when uh, when fans uh, have sent stuff, even like I tend to get rid of them like pretty quick for the sake of just like. He said if he dies, he doesn't want people to see inside his phone. Yeah. <laughs> I would just feel really fucking bad. It's just riddled with filth. Dude, the, the way, feds can like... hack it now. They, it turns out Apple wouldn't let him in. Remember after that mass shooting in California? And they were like, no, nah, you can't break into the phone. Now the feds are like, we got in, dude. So they're going to be able to pop that lock. Uh, let me also say that I should really put this out there because it, during quarantine, the fans have been absolutely fantastic to me and a handful that have uh, sent stuff to me and Christine Dooley, uh, not even a handful, actually under a handful, but like uh, that have sent stuff to me and Christine. But let me ask it: Christine's with me because she's also uh, a garbage uh, sexual animal. So feel free to uh, send along your cock pics, guys, to Christine or ladies, if you want to send your book. Christine's a fan of pussy. I turned 35 this year. This is the year I own my garbage section, my garbage sexuality instead of being embarrassed by it. So I'm saying instead of a pig, send me your stuff. Also, Christine will be like, hey, can I see? And then I'm like, uh, I hate uh, anyone looking at my phone or having my phone. So I'm like, can you just ask them to send it to you also? (laughs) 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 Do they not know that I'm going to see it? Don't leave Christine out. Jay, have you ever let Christine order like seamless on your phone or whatever? Like when you're ordering something off seamless, you know, it's her turn to look at the menu. Do you ever give her your phone? Like you take a look. I know. I yes, I have, but I fucking hate it. But you feel like at any moment. So that's like, you know, we keep Myrtle on a leash, like in the living room. So she can't run around through the apartment. It's a long leash, (laughs) but there's times where like, we'll let her off the leash to come on the couch and hang out. And one time, 
she got excited and jumped off the couch and ran around the house. And I was like, yeah, she doesn't realize that those moments that she can just go fucking buck wild if she's when she's on the couch and just run around the house. And that's what I think about those phones where it's like Christine holds your phone and she's like, fuck seamless. I'm just going in through the photos. And you'd be like, no, 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 no. Fuck, get back on the couch. Get back on the couch. We, we've had mild arguments. This is a good conversation. And by the way, if it's uh, if you don't want to jump into it at all, Christina, we could edit it. We're pre-recording. But like, I think you're fine uh, with this level of it. But it is so funny. Like Christine's, uh, like I'll show her. Like I'm like, hey, this girl, like you know, sending pictures. She wants to, you know, she doesn't care if you see. She wants us both to see or whatever. And then she's like, what did you say? And I'm like, ah. She's like, well, let me just read the messages, like full transparency. I'm like, please don't read the messages. And she's like, why can't I read the messages? I'm like, I don't know why. I just don't. I, I don't care if she sees the pictures or whatever. But I don't want to see me. Goes like, so sexy. Please don't make me show you that. Christine, there's no way for in your position, there's no way that you can't come in and think everyone is corny because Jay, inevitably, you getting to the nudes is is precursed by you being like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically. Like, oh, I'm like, baby. And Jay's like, oh, but baby, if you send it to me, it'd be so, like you said, so sexy. So Jay's wild. also very wordy and good at giving attention. So there's sometimes, too, where it's like, I've said i've had jay's password on his phone for years he's never changed it i don't use it i don't go in there yeah if i go in there there will a hundred percent be something that will just hurt my feelings like regardless yes. of like what we do it. and how open and blah 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 there's gonna be something that just like you know and it's you know also what? it's like i like hearing stories and i like you know i like hearing what happens not at any moment am i in the mood to hear the stories yeah yeah they're Wait, what are you saying? I, I didn't understand that last line at all. Yeah. Like, if I'm like, oh, tell me about the girl, you know, not <laughs> any moment. You like 17 negatives. I'm not, not, never in the it's mood. Not, to not it, it's not now. like I won't go into his phone because I'm not saying that I wouldn't get turned on by like seeing or hearing a conversation of him with sure. another woman and seeing pictures. No. Not always. Like, there could be a thing where maybe I'm pissed off about something or thinking about something and I'm like, I don't want to see that right now. So I'm here's like, it's a weird said, adjustment. Dude, here, I said, here's the best way to uh, put it there's stuff uh, in my phone. That will make Christine punch me awake and then conversation be over and squashed in 20 minutes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that makes sense. So it's like I get it. it's like it's all hyper emotional stuff. So it's 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 it can, it's, it can, it can Christine, flare up and then and then 20 minutes later it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah of course, whatever. Well, can I see Christine, can I see the picture again? <laughs> for Christine, for you to have that awareness to not go in his phone even knowing the password, that's a lot of that's a heavy, heavy temptation. That's a very heavy temptation because sure it's I look at it the same way uh, I feel about YouTube comments, where there'll be times where I'm like, maybe I want to go peruse a YouTube comment, and then one will just ear hole me, where I'll be like, I don't stutter. <laughs> it's just like, it's also, it's like, do I want to spend my time? That guy. Do I want to spend my time like sneaking around to get his phone while he's sleeping, to go into the bathroom, to open it up, and oh. hope that he doesn't wake up, to try to find something to like, because I feel like he's not showing transparency on me. When I know what he's doing, it's like I know he's flirting with other women. I know he's sexting with other women. So why would I rile myself up? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the picture getting in my head of waking up and you look over, look over to my left and I go, he goes, uh, goes, let me see if anybody called while I was asleep. Oh, where's my phone? Dude, the parkour. I'm just picturing, you know, the layout of my house, like yeah. out of my room, running on the table. 
Dukes of Hazard sliding across the counter, yeah. <laughs> going around the thing. I'm like, Christine, 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 Christine. <laughs> you, you the and she's on the toilet, and she's like, I'm reading several conversations. You're like, just put it down, put it down, put it down. What? That's not cool. What's not cool? Also, was- in quarantine, I've gotten a little bit more bored myself and a little bit more adventurous myself. And in doing things like that myself, you go, ah, this is fucking fun and harmless and some nice way to spend some time. Yeah, yeah, but also it can, but also it can fuck your shit up if if you hit some stuff you're not prepared for. But the grand scheme of the whole thing is just like you said before. It's just like, but 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 by the way, I mean that if like you or Lewis or DJ Lou or anybody was like, if I was like, hey, look at this picture here or whatever, or just like you know, hey, look at this, you see this crazy website, and then you go, you start grabbing at the phone. I'm like, how's that? Blah, blah, blah. I've swipes you are away from a picture of my cock. I've never. God knows what. I don't know. I don't I've know never, how far away you are from this. Thing. I think. I think uh, I've held your phone once in our entire friendship. <laughs> you know, I remember when I, I remember took Jay's. It was June third, ninety eight. Yeah, I remember the date. No, but I, we were driving down to Philly, and I think I had to hold it real quick for music. And you were like, "All right, I got it." <laughs> like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a lot of. Big, I get a lot of that in the car too. Thank God now cars have gone to. The controls are pretty much on the steering wheel. Yeah, people do that all the time. They go, "Dude, just tell me what song you want," and I'll put it on. I go, "Shut the fuck up, dude, and just sit there." Don't <laughs> like, look at my stuff. I remember you let me take your phone. We we're sitting at the um, back table at the old stand, and you let me take your phone to go plug it in downstairs. And I think it was like Nate, Lewis, a bunch of friends, and everybody was like, "Dude, you just let her take your phone to yeah. plug it in." <laughs> it was one of those things where you're just like, if you fight it too hard, you're like. Well, what the fuck is in there? And you're like, it's just obvious. There's like, there's by, 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 by the way, but it's like what? But it's like what the fuck's in there? And it's just like, obviously, honestly, not things that are going to be like uh, we have to break. It's nothing like that. It's just like I don't know, man. It's just like all the stuff you do and look at, and but what you're just like, no one else. This is my personal thing, my computer, in my pocket. You know, what's crazy is Christine brought up something that, uh, I mean, the bonfire was around for it, and Christine was still working at the stand when it happened, but I was hanging out with a waitress but that worked there. I got out of a relationship, started texting with a waitress that worked there. We were flirting. I found out she was dating the bartender, and I'm like, oh, well, then we're good. I, I'm not going to do that. Like, he was a nice guy. I'm not a fucking dickhead. And she's like, you're right. They break up. When they broke up, she immediately texted me. He was like, hey, are you still single? And we started flirting again. He found out we hooked up because she was charging her phone at the bar at the stand. And he read, he knew her password. And he went into her phone and read her whole conversation. And then, you know. Move, dude. That's a dick oh. move on that guy. And then I know you, the guy. I know yeah, the guy, but how can you not? That's a, fucking, that's a dick. How can you not? You just don't. You just don't do that. But Because also, all it did was made him assume that she cheated on him with me which she didn't and then he came at me like i was doing that and i have the energy of dude i'll fuck you up i don't give a shit i mean not like i'm that tough it would have been funnier if he would have just <laughs> kicked the fuck out of me the funniest and thing you just catch a fucking me, captain morgan's dude, bottle across the top of the head oh dude then just drags me down that three-part staircase at the old stand where i'm like by my hair he starts moving your mouth and going Hey, I'm Dan. I do voices. I do voices. Oh, oh, like a my voice. clown. Here's Fucking my clown. voice of a guy that. He, uh, by the way, um, I mean, it, it. That whole thing stopped her and I from hanging out because I was like, that's way too much drama, and we didn't fuck. And you know, I, but second of all, that guy apologized to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a year, like really yeah. cool move was like, dude, I was wrong. 
Uh, I think I fucking read into that too wrong. He's like, um, you never changed your story. So I know you're not lying. I also, she told me that you were, that, you know, that that's what happened. And he's like, so I, I appreciate you, man. Sorry. And I was like, dude, it was one of the only times in my life where a thing worked itself out where I was like, whoa, this guy fucking learned. Well, it's it's awesome. funny. I've stayed in touch with a lot of the staff from the stand over yeah. the years, even though things, and when you think about things like this, it's like you see people and you're like, oh, they were also like 23, <laughs> like yeah. 22 and just like young emotions. And it's fun now to see, because I was only 26 when I was managing them and they were like 21. But yeah. they felt like my like my babies, and now seeing everybody like get into their thirties, it, it's been interesting to watch everybody grow up too. Well, you know what's funny is I follow that waitress on. Uh, well, she's not a waitress now; she's like a writer. But she, uh, I follow her on Twitter, and she doesn't follow me back. <laughs> she doesn't follow me back. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. And immediately, I'm like, are you, are you mad at me that that I knew something wrong? Did you go through my phone? Like, what happened? Over it. it could obviously just be a, a raging lie, but I say it only because it, it is genuinely true. But like several times uh through like years now like uh, uh when christine's had to use my computer or whatever for something i've had her email and her uh facebook or something like that up on my thing and like i genuinely think i could look through it for hours and be bored out of my gourd uh and not get upset but th but that said uh i just always immediately click off of it almost like karmically just to be like i'm not i don't look through anybody's shit i don't want anybody to look through my shit rosa had a bunch of his shit open on my thing and i just exited it out right away i, I, I remember 2014 thing. i had my uh my ex-girlfriend was you know she was my girlfriend at the time we, she was using my laptop and i was asleep mm -hmm. and i woke up and it was like Usually in the morning, you have that energy of like, hey, good morning. Like, you want to go get food or whatever? And I was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, hi. And I was like, oh, no. What's up? And she's like, I just went through your Facebook messages. And I was like, what? And then I was furious. I immediately was like, why the fuck are you going through my Facebook messages? Because I wasn't doing anything. I, I didn't, There was a hot girl Facebook messaged me, and I kept the conversation going on a little longer than I should have. You know what I mean? Where it was like, when are you going to come to San Diego? And I was like, I don't know. Is there anything good to do in San Diego? It's like one of those things. You know what I mean? You know, you're like, I don't know. Humiliating. Humiliating. And then she was mad. She was mad because she was like, you kept the conversation going. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I didn't fucking say anything. I wasn't like, well, see my cock or like, show me your tits. It wasn't like, <laughs> flirty. It was kind of flirty in the way of like, so what's, what's San Diego? She like? goes, yeah. maybe, maybe, I think it's one of the best towns in the world if you have the right tour guide. And I go, oh, I got a lot of shows, but I'm always down for some good recommendations. And I just like, that one oh I do. God, I have to take you to this amazing place for but By the way, the same girlfriend, while we're getting picked up for fucking Bonnaroo by Nate, because we flew into Nashville, I've told this story on the show for sure. She's fucking, she's got her phone open, and it's a picture of her in this, she was living in LA at the time, it's a picture of her and this jacked dude in a pool together, and I'm like, who's this guy? And she's like, that's my friend, and then it's like, that's supposed to just be shut down, or I'm like, oh, cool, now you live in LA, and I live in New York, and you're hanging out with a guy that looks like he's on Muscle Fitness Magazine, no, that's cool. Yeah, dude, I Keith, don't even Keith fully Robinson, realize. Keith Robinson's uh, kid's mom, his uh, son's mom. Dude, he came home one day and, and saw a picture of her like up on the mantle of her and like a muscle dude. <laughs> and he was like, What? What's that about? She's like, That's my cousin. That was like the argument they got into. That's my cousin. Yeah. Mom, you got a framed picture of your shirtless cousin up here. <laughs>
Dude, someone, a, a jacked guy following you on any girlfriend is so funny. It's so fun. Remember that video I showed you guys of the guy doing the backflips holding the kettlebells? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. that, that's who you go to? You go from me to that? She's like, I had him soft, and now I need him hard. <laughs> this guy's like uh, my fitness yeah, guy. Yeah, it's really, it's Patrice. Patrice used to have that uh that joke, and it's just like, like don't go digging. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a, it's like you're if you dig like a bunch, you're gonna find shit that's gonna just bum you out. Black Lou, do you think if you went through your wife's phone, you'd find some shit that would piss you off? Not at all. No, not at all. Same here. She could go through mine anytime. Yeah, I think particularly your phone and Patrice's phone were probably phones that could piss a bitch off. <laughs> what Jay and Patrice's? Yeah. Campers, what's up? It's Black Lou again. Jay and Dan were both moved by the documentary Red Dog and related with the filmmaker Luke Dick's childhood. They talked about growing up with single moms and the crazy stepdads in their lives. When my mom was all hormone fucked up, pregnant with my sister Shauna. Yeah. Uh, dude, she chased me. I mean, over nothing. <laughs> she laughed at this. It was over. I remember exactly what it was about. She asked me to take the garbage out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, my friend John Amon, Christine's yeah. met a few times. I go, uh, I go, yeah, I go, John's leaving in like 10 minutes, so I'll just follow him out the back. And, uh, and it, by the way, very <laughs> rational, great idea. Thank she you. Just, she did like an I said now thing. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I think it was almost like, you know, my personality at the core wasn't necessarily different. You know what I mean? So it was a very like, it just seemed unreasonable, even whatever age I was. I was yeah. like, I was like, why? She's like, now I'm like, why? Like, John's leaving. Like, why go up and down out out back? Like, when John, I'll just walk him down and take it down. And it was just like a fucking like like I said now and John hauled ass out of the house, and my mom chased me into my room with a frying pan. Like that's crazy, crazy. But she even says she she actually had like issues when she gets pregnant like horm like hormonally she oh well dude laughing. but my mom but, had, but i had to wait i waited in my room listening to music i had no tv or anything i listened to my boom box in my room yeah. and when joe came home like joe came home and saved me like talked her off the fucking ledge joe's the man dude it was just over yeah he was just like whoa whoa, whoa. you know yeah you need, sure. you need a good stepdad because my mom was like you know on the other end of that my mom was so fucking stressed out that before she met nick was right when she was coming out of bankruptcy so she was like trying to fight out of bankruptcy from when i was like five to ten and uh one time she was like running late and she used to take the bus she would drive her car to taco bell and then she would take the bus to downtown denver where she worked so she had to get to the bus by like this certain bus and she had to drop me off at or i could walk to school that was when i was walking to school and i was like eight or nine and dude my friend johnny came over and Johnny was downstairs, and my mom was like, hey, come upstairs. And I, dude, you want to talk about remembering something crystal clear. I couldn't get the clasp of her necklace on. She was like, you know, she's in like her power suit or whatever. And she fucking unloaded on me. And when you walked out, like, you know, beat the hell out of me. And when I go downstairs, you see Johnny, and Johnny's like, what's up? And you're like, I think she just walked to school. <laughs> it's like, let's just get the fuck out of here. But like that brisk, but like he can hear my body thumping on the ground and then get up and you're like, come downstairs and you're like, you ready to go learn? <laughs> I'm fucking motivated. But my, I don't, I don't realize what I didn't, what, I, what I'm saying, why the reason I'm telling the story is like, my mom was under a, such an extraordinary amount of pressure of like trying to keep the house, trying to fucking keep her kid fed. Her ex-husband's doing nothing. And then like, I was like, going up there being like, I don't know how to do it. And she was like, fuck it, just do it. And I'm like, oh, you're a fucking nightmare. And now I'm older and I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I, uh, 
I get frustrated with Myrtle when she's trying to poop. It's a, she's a dog. And I'm like, come on. And I'm like, whoa, that's a fucking, that's a replay of my mom. My mom, my, mom, my mom, hang on a second. My mom was on edge for sure at time. And also, was it funny? Another parallel, Dan. Like, I do believe I can double check this, but I'm almost certain. Like, my mom, I think, declared bankruptcy more than once in my lifetime. Yeah, dude. Moms who um, claim bankruptcy, bankrupt go, moms, raising I boys. Mom. <laughs> I didn't go through that, but then she, um, I said it's so funny. Like, the few, like, these fleeting memories of like childhood especially with uh joe when joe came out because i was still like nine you know ten yeah well he caught you still a long time ago but but, hey let me say this real quick it was that uh i you know i remember like the funny and the good of like them laughing me out of the mc hammer pants to go in but one (laughs) where joe exacerbated a problem not by choice yeah um was my mom this almost got me fucking my mom did hear again another like pregnant like lunatic thing yeah my mom did hear would have fucking I could have called the cops on her, I think, if, especially if she made contact. I may have told this before, too, but she was telling me to go to my room. It was, again, another, like, whatever it was, it was crazy. It was her hormones, and I'm like, you know, my stepfather's even trying to tell her that. It's like, why is she getting so irate? Yeah. You know what I mean? It might have been, a, I don't even remember what that argument was about, but it was just like, she was irate, and I was like, to go in your room, and it was just one of those, like, why? Like, what? Like, I'm punished she for wanted what? you out of her sight. I'm already, this is, and this is, by the way, just our apartment. You know, I mean, this isn't like yeah. even the townhouse, this is the apartment. And uh, and she's like, tell me to go to my room. And I'm significantly bigger than my mom at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, why? I don't, for what? Like, I'm not doing it. And then she just starts like, I said, go, and starts pushing me. Yeah. But like not moving me. She's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very she, tiny and lady. She, and she's not moving me at all. And do my stepfather starts laughing uh-huh. <laughs> hard. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and, and my mom's like, what's the, what is it? What's the funny? He goes, my stepfather says, he goes, it looks like an ant trying to push an elephant. And <laughs> my mom goes, oh, you, I can't move him? You don't think I can move him? Dude, and I go, I start going to my room because I see her grab one of those. Have you ever seen like a single stem rose vase? Yes. Like yes. thick, thick yes. it's heavy and thick. It's like a, yes. like a mini baseball bat. Yeah. And uh, dude, she takes that thing. That's the one of the things you throw if you throw it at a wall that's that's like a plaster wall. It's not going to break the vase. Yeah, it's a if it's crystal, it's even heavier. But if it, even if it's not, it's fucking thick glass. It's just thick glass. And I mean, she threw that thing, and it was like at the time we moved, there was like a fucking like like, like a, a break in the drywall from uh from her winging that thing at me, and it didn't hit me. But man, if it made contact, that'd have been a, like like she would have been crying probably moments afterwards. But yeah. That's how wild she got. But Joe definitely laughing at her trying to push me because she was so serious did not make the situation better. Well, Joe would, uh, my mom and I would get into like knockdown drag out fights when I was a kid, like just screaming at each other. And with with Nick around, I felt I like. I saw I, the picture. I saw the picture of her holding you down from an autistic fit on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, it's okay. It's okay. Someone get his, someone get his jacket. Someone get his restrainer jacket. <laughs> someone put one of his bath books in his mouth. Put a bath book in his mouth. Nick, Nick, I need you to draw you a warm bath. We're going to have to drop him in the water. He's freaking out. Uh, he, but Nick, my mom and I were like, I was playing sixth grade basketball. I was on the basketball team and I sucked and we had practice, but it was winter and it was dark at like 4 PM. My mom and I got into an argument before I had to go to practice. It was like 40 minutes before I had to go to practice. And I remember I was like, well, maybe I'll just run away like that. And my mom just goes and like Nick laughs. 
for some reason nick's like all right like because we were both being dramatic the same way you would laugh if a kid i'm running like this are you now can you imagine a a little bobblehead child with feathered hair being like i will run away shut up you little gay one i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure isabel threw on running away at me at one point well i don't know if you'd pulled this move but i am my little fucking big alien head with feathered hair and i'm like i'm gonna run away my mom goes oh yeah because nick laughed and i remember it was just like my mom was like oh this isn't funny this isn't funny and so she goes to the coat she goes to the closet she bought me this like white colorado avalanche jacket that i never liked but it was my winter jacket that was like the winter padded so she could throw punches at you full yeah yeah couldn't wouldn't lump me up (laughs) but she she goes oh you want to run away and she took the jacket and opened the front door and fucking winged my jacket out the door and she goes then fucking run away and i was like i don't want to run away and then i was like oh can you take me to basketball practice and i just remember nick we went and picked up my friend Eric Medina, and he was like, "What's wrong, dude?" Because I was in the front, and I was like, <sighs> "And I was like, I told her, I told my mom I was going to run away, and she told me to run away." And he's like, "Just run away to my house." And I was like, "I don't, I don't like your house. Yeah. <laughs> your dad drinks too much. You get, your basement oh. sucks. Actually, you had an awesome basement. Um, um, but yeah, but that was like that was like a funny thing where stepdads make home. it worse. Do the wrong way from home. I think they. I mean, I ran away from home. It, it, if I didn't announce that I was running away from home, I uh, it would have just assumed I just had to go home when everybody else had to go home because they weren't running away from home. Yeah, I was outside in West Philadelphia at night with like a, a bag, a bag of nothing. I don't even know if I grabbed a bag or whatever it was like my essentials. And uh, I think I tried to go to my grandmother's house, and my grandmother was sort of like, "That's." Home. Dude, my mom would always play the when I'd go. I want to live with dad. My mom would always be like, "Please, please go live with dad." Go see how that goes for you. She, I mean, not even like, not in like a fucking, oh, that won't hurt me. In a real way of like, I would like to see the logistics of this. I would like to see how you would live, how your father would put you in school would be interesting to me. And you're kind of like, it was kind of like me. You're like, "Ah, I did did it enough times. I did it enough times. And my mom is like, pull the card. By the way, I respect respect the fuck out of Terry for pulling that. I respect the fuck out of your mom for being like, well, buddy. You want to hear what's crazy about it? You know what's crazy about it? And don't I, it, it shouldn't make you have any less respect for. She's my mom, and I, I, you know, again, it was me and her for many years. You know, yeah. Uh, even if I was with my grandparents a lot, I mean, I was her only kid, and she yeah. was in my life every day. You know, but like, uh, my mom. Fuck, where was I just going with that? Oh, so we were talking mom. about uh, uh, Terry. I'm, I'm moving my dad. Moving my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and so my mom was like, yeah, fine, go. And then we got a hold of my dad. He had sort of like, the, I, uh, how do you, you're not supposed to say no. You know what I mean? You're, Dude, that's a thing. Uh, that's so funny. That's a thing you cannot say no to if you're a deadbeat dad and you're, you're away from appear. your family. You're supposed to appear as if you're fucking thrilled that you finally now have what you've always wanted. <laughs> but my mom, when it was getting down to the wire, was definitely like wanted me not to go. And then uh, and my grandmother was like, oh. He said he wants to go. And my grandmother didn't want me to go either, but she was just like, no, like she basically my grandmother had the wisdom to be like, let's let's nip this in the bud. Yeah. Let, let's see let's let's take this experiment. She was make him go for a year. And yeah. my grandma was like, you're gonna go for a year and see how it goes. And in, in months it was going real, real bad. And I uh, called home and my mom was immediately like, Of course, yes. And my grandmother fought her on that a little bit. Now they ended up letting me come back. I said my grandmother wanted me back too. My grandma was trying to hold firm on like the 
You should make him now stay the full year. The, the, the answer is I, I I did learn my lesson at least in that regard. I was like I never said again like I'm going to live a like never never again. You know, like, you know what the, you know what's interesting about that entire situation of you moving to Canton is uh, the fact that your mom pulled that trigger, your grandma pulled the trigger, your dad let you move in and everything, and it was just to prove a point that you shouldn't live with your dad. That was like, how funny of an experiment. Or they're like, what's the best possible outcome? Is that uh, he doesn't want to live with me and we all prove that his mom's much more prepared to take care of him? Cool. I think my stepmom looked at it and it was, it was going to be a year, and she wanted to see if she could ramp that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she goes, watch this. She goes, year, I'll have him out in six. <laughs> just stand I mean, by. Stand no, by and watch me. Watch no, me work. Yeah. She was she did not enjoy my company. Black Lou, did you ever go move in with your dad? I know you fought once, but did you ever pull that on your mom? Uh not earlier. She really okay. wouldn't, she wouldn't I hung out with him a couple weekends and like fell and hurt myself, so she would really never let that go down. <laughs> Dude, you come back with an injury to a mom yeah. after seeing your dad and she's like, I'm not letting you fucking live with that guy. Like, I don't know why I want to see. Can we say that 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 boys in the hood is Black Lou's life story? Oh, dude! Yes, because I got some with my dad. I got some with my dad. Furious. He was a cool yeah. dude. Had a lot of wise stuff to say to the neighborhood kid. He would hold his, he, these meditation balls. <laughs> he's real big on those meditation balls. He's got a pretty. He's got a pretty sick, oddly narrow uh, weight bench in the house. Uh, he'll, he'll cut. He'll, he'll cut. He'll cut your hair while you uh, while you lie to him about getting pussy. Uh, I. Yeah, the smell. That's how I learned that pussy has a smell. It was from that movie where he goes, I could smell. I guess grandma sex. came home from from church and could just smell the sex. And I was like, you can smell sex. I remember being like seven and seeing that movie. And being like, you could smell sex. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my my mom. Whenever I would pull the, I'm gonna live with him. I want to live with him. She legitimately would just be like, how is that gonna work? Tell me how that's gonna work. You're both gonna live with your grandmother. You're gonna sleep every night on a pull-out couch, and I was like, "That sounds your awesome. dad with your dad's big horn flopping around." You know, he sleeps bottomless. <laughs> Look at the one I got. She just grabs Nick's dick, and I'm like, yeah. "Don't, don't do that." She goes, "It's like this minus like a half an inch." Yeah, she goes, "You want to see the? You want to be next to that? You want to see the 2.0?" <laughs> I'm in stone where I'm from before, also because I had a school that went from kindergarten to twelfth grade, so I am in stone. In my neighborhood with my friends i'm going to a place where no one who knows who the fuck i am at all dude i would fantasize about that all the time like what if i moved to san francisco and i was just the coolest kid at my middle school and then i was like oh i wouldn't be <laughs> absolutely wouldn't be those kids would eat me i, I was not i would show up there and they'd be like where are you from they'd be like what what are you even talking about dude being a new kid and moving in with your dad so you're moving to canton and you're getting adjusted to his life. Damn, I thought going they were going to be friendly. I thought they were going to yeah. be friendly in school, dude. They were so fucking shit. It was so weird, man. They were just immediately like, fuck I really wasn't trying to be an outcast. I was like, maybe I can go. You know, I didn't know. It, it was, by the way, it was the first year of junior high. I was going into it. No, that's kind of good because these people are changing from other schools, too. So I'm like, I'm coming in new, but like one of the new. And it didn't feel that way, dude. It felt like everybody knew each other. And man, they were just not friendly at all. I, I, didn't, I didn't make any long, long-term friend. One, I mean, one long-term friend there, Kenny. That's a like six-foot-seven fucking black dude who walked around in a jean jacket and carried. He's back in this is carrying the boombox with him. That's but, badass. But badass. one of the times I one of the times I got like uh, like 
picked on, I guess is the yeah. word, or like kind of bullied by a group walking up the thing. I will say, man, Kenny just kept on a walking. It was very weird. But we were like go to each other's house, hang out like all the time, friends, but he just like didn't help. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And uh I think like when you realize where you grew up and how you grew up, it, it makes kind of who you are with all the experiences and that's why i love this documentary because i think this guy is it's kind of what we said <laughs> at the beginning where it's like this is like a love letter to the red dog this isn't like a tear down the red dog that was a place where fucking you know what i mean it's an it's, it's an un, it's a kids. it's an unyielding look at it i mean like they don't pull any punches well, I do love it's also the people that live to tell the tale because a lot of these people are not, you know, 70 years old, 50 years later, looking back at their lives. Like, I love the perspective of the people that made it this far. Do you have uh, do you have the documentary pulled up? I have the Yeah, I have the whole thing pulled up. Yeah, because, dude, I love first off, my favorite documentary, the way I knew the documentary is going to be great with the way it started off where he was like, one of the first memories I have was uh, of the Red Dog is me and Nasty Kathy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. you guys know someone named Nasty Kathy? That's fucking great. Nasty yeah. Kathy. What's up, campers? I'm DJ Lou. On this week's Lost Tapes Quarantine Tapes, Richie Redding is hanging out when the guys discover the biggest dong they've ever seen. No shit. What a whopper. Check it out. James and the Giant Dong. Oh, you gotta show Richie oh James and the Giant Dong. Everyone's naming him King Cock, but I, I don't know. Dude, this guy is, I mean. Christine's I been frantically know. writing him long emails, sonnets. She keeps, she keeps deleting them, then starting to write again. She doesn't know what yeah. to do. She's all confused. She filled a whole songbook full of tunes, <laughs> <laughs> of odes, of odes to Dong. Ode to White Dong. Oh, yeah. I've just been banging out some cock. She goes, I think it's going to start like this. You're big, but you don't hurt. I like that. I think I like that. It's called Stretch Me Gently. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's called All Worn Out. I'm all worn out. Show Richie the dick. Stop hogging the dick pic and show it to Richie. Uh, yeah. Dude, it'd be funny if her hand just appeared and she went, sorry, I don't want to get this all over my computer. Where does it stack up? Sorry, my hands are all covered in lady boogers. Where's it stack up to who? Tommy Lee. Oh, dude, Tommy Lee looks like a child compared to dude, this. Tommy, yeah, Lee, Tommy looks like he has a drumstick. Yeah, you go, cool, thinny, cool, thinner. <laughs> What's up, Stephen King's thinner? This guy has, and I'll say it again, the most beautiful cock I've ever seen in my life. Holy fuck. <laughs> He's also handsome. We should show this guy's dick to our, our guests that we're friends with, just to be like, by the way. Black Lou, uh, Black Lou called it out. He's like, "Why aren't you guys talking about his veiny bottom?" He look at his veiny bottom. He is. He's like, he's got fucking. Uh, oh, I thought he's got, it was a scarf. No, I mean he's got pegs. <laughs> he's, the, he's the only cock to have pegs on it. <laughs> if you want to ride your friends around, when you feel the ridge, you know you've bottomed out. She goes, "Am I supposed to feel the ridges?" He goes, "That's my bad, babe. My bad, babe. You're only supposed to get sixty percent." That's the, that's, the, that's the warning tread, like when your wheels hit the. We can confirm that's not just like a, uh, a, a, a an airplane soda. No, that's legit soda. soda. That's a 12 ounce, bud. Buddy, that is French bread. Yeah. <laughs> a bag, the guy's got a baguette of cock. 
Dude, he really does. Bonjour, monsieur. <laughs> he goes, damn, you want some jam with that loaf, bro? <laughs> Dude, that would be funny if he pulls it out where he's like, oh, meal today is yeah. a baguette. And she goes, oh, my God, your dick is the size of a legit baguette. I mean, that is uh, it's so impressive. So, well, so that impressive. thing's got to be a nuisance, right? Well, Jacob, what did you? Yeah, that's what I was asking. Jacob, what's the question you asked when we went to break that we yelled at you about? No, I was going to say, would, would you want would you want to follow this guy to be the guy right after him? Not with somebody I'd love, but I mean, I, I, w- I would want to see what would happen. I do. I, I'd be curious to jump in there, but I wouldn't think I wouldn't go in there and be like, hey, this is the one where I show you who you really showed up to fuck. Like I would be doing it like, let me see if you feel different now. <laughs> yeah. I, be I, a the, uh... I would probably say, look at all the room for activities. <laughs> <laughs> start reading to her yeah i go oh my god you know what i can really i got a little wiggle room in here <laughs> i had a uh like my first group sex possibility was in england when i was it was like the summer after my sophomore year in college and it was a very generous woman and uh it was me and this dude who's like six five and his nickname was the goose because he had like a, a goose neck of a dick that he would oh. pull out at parties Oh, and hey. he was about to go first. And I, I, I looked at him like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's called batting cleanup in the States. I'm going to need to lead off, if you don't mind. I didn't have to say anything. Like, I didn't have to say anything. I just gave him a look. Like, dude, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Following that, and then your dick is like the... Uh... Is like the, the the nightstick in the trash can, like how they wake up Marines. Get it on, gang, 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 gang. Up but and at them, fairies. But, but even him, but even him seeing that look from Richie, and he goes, "Oh, you right, Bob? I can't be splitting there the way I am. The old goose knows when to go. Second, <laughs> get in there, give her a nice rudgering. I'm gonna put her through the wall." <laughs> um. I, and by the way, does it hurt more? Talk about catching people sexting. If someone's trying to like hide it from you, if your chick's trying to hide it from you, and then you see it, is it even a double dagger if the guy's just got a moose hog bigger than yours? Absolutely. I, I don't know. I think the pain is different. I think it's more of um, I think discovering the first thing that we're talking about is an anger inducing thing. I think the second one you're talking about completely sucks the hope out of you. And that's why, because the reason is because then you go, you go, oh, my God, what is he? <laughs> you go. Here's the thing is first you're angry because you're like, I give this girl motion. I give her love. I try to take care. I do all these things. You know what I mean? And then when you realize, like, what is it? What the fuck could I have done different? And then you look at that cock and you go nothing. It's a hundred percent because of that. She's leaving me for this guy's cock solely, and that would hurt the worst. Yeah, and then he could toss you a son. Oh, what does this guy have? It's so big. Oh, yeah. You go. You know what? I just went into the info on your texts, and uh, I'll see you later. You want me to pack your bags, or I don't know. Uh, this guy's playing <laughs> wiffle ball with the big red bat. That's yeah. <laughs> Nothing but homers all, Nothing, all day, all day. You got your yellow fucking thin stick bat just knocking fucking yeah. grounders. Dude, here's the He's worst part. Romper. If Christine wanted to fuck, if, if Christine wanted to fuck uh, a like, large dick uh, while I was not here away from home, she'd have to tell the guy to bring his own condoms. That's funny. <laughs> you have to just you have some there? He goes, yeah, but not for you. <laughs> Um, I think they're going to hurt more than help you. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. 
You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. East on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.